vanilla, ice cream, hot fudge, cherry. I'll take one lick, but I won't share it. Always, I know, we'll clean the whole bowl. Melting, dripping, avoiding brain freeze. Rainshine or snow, I won't say no. You say ice cream, I'll say let's go. Late night, come home, I'll eat one bowl, I'll even eat it on the stairs, I'll really eat it anywhere, rich I or snow, I will say no, you say ice cream, I'll say let's go. Join us this month of July for all things ice cream. Ice cream? Ice cream. When the heck did we get ice cream? Did you get ice cream? <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of ice cream. Well, then I want ice cream. You can have some, too. Well, let's go get some ice cream. Okay, right now? Where are we going to go? Stay tuned to find out where on This Is A Place Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of This Is A Place Podcast. My name is Nate. And with me is a guy who went to church today thinking they would have ice cream in Sunday school. Brandon. But they didn't have ice cream. Wasn't that where you're supposed to learn how to make Sundays in Sunday school? That's what I thought. No treats for Brandon today. I think we're making up for it, though. We have a whole month of ice cream. You scream, I scream, we all scream for... Ice cream. We figured we should do a whole month dedicated to wonderful ice cream places in Utah since it's National Ice Cream Month. And if it's not, then we're going to pretend like it is. Did we research this before we decided to do a whole month of it? Mm, You're asking the wrong guy. (laughs) (laughs) This was your idea. So National Ice Cream Month dates for 2021 is July 1st. It's always okay. July first. Okay, we're on the right track then. We actually so you're right. Did something correct. National Ice Cream Month is celebrated each year in July, and National Ice Cream Day is celebrated on the third Sunday in July. Third Sunday. <laughs> I haven't had my first two yet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I did. I had my first one, but it's also um, we are recording this on National Treason Day. National Treason Day. When we declared our independence from the British. So what's the difference between treason and a patriot? Who wins, right? I guess. That's a good point. If you win, you're a patriot. If you lose, you committed treason. Thankfully, in this case, we were patriots. And we have our independence for Independence Day. Happy 
belated Fourth of July, as this is going to be coming out after the fact. And it's uh, it's always interesting, especially in Utah. I would say when the Fourth of July falls on a Sunday, but it's like, when do we actually celebrate the Fourth of July? Do you celebrate it on the third, or do you celebrate it on the fifth? I think uh, nationally, as far as work goes, they do it Monday, right? The fifth is when they close down shop, give everybody a day off. I'm pretty sure my Google can they. Yeah, but if you use a Google calendar, it tells you holidays that you never knew existed. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it says Independence Day is uh, observed on Monday the 5th. Even though, do you know the Declaration of Independence was technically voted in, like, was it July 2nd? Even what's-his-name said that um, he thought that July 2nd would be forever known as Independence Day. So while July 4th is the big day for current celebrations, the really America's original 13 colonies through a vote by the Continental Congress officially decided to separate from Great Britain and fight for independence was July 2nd, 1776. Two days later, all the colonies voted to adopt the Declaration of Independence as the goodbye letter to British rule. Did you ever hear it? I think it was like back in the late 80s that some guy, because I think there's like 25 or 26 of the original like um, copies of the Declaration of Independence outside of the one that What's-His-Name stole. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Nicholas Cage stole. Yeah. But somebody found a Declaration of Independence at a flea market. What? Philadelphia. Yeah. He bought a picture and the, the Declaration was hidden behind the picture that he bought at a flea market. That was a nice buy. $4. He paid $4 for it. And how much did it end up being worth to him? Um, close to a, they, well, this was an older article, but they expected 800000 to a million. Well, we thought it would be fitting since it's our first episode and just off of the July 4th holiday to do a ice cream slash 4th of July themed episode. And we did so by visiting what is known as Brooker's Founding Flavors that has, from what I gather, three locations, two in Utah County and one now in Harriman. That is correct. And that's all we have. So thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's it's a seems like a relatively new place um, to Harriman, but the actual the original location was started in the year 1776. <laughs> I couldn't find out when the first location opened, but I did find on their website a whole thing about their story and how it came to be, and for the. Yes, brief version. They, the founder, uh, Brian Brooker, hence the Brookers founding flavors. He had a love for ice cream and a love for early American history, and so he put the two together in this this ice cream parlor, and that's what we have today. So, what would you? How would you characterize? this ice cream place, Nate? Um, 
It's 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 theme based, right? We kind of talked about that a few episodes ago where I think you're the one that mentioned that we need more themed type restaurant or locations. So it makes it a little different than going to your typical ice cream shop or Baskin Robbins or something like that. It, um, the workers are dressed up to go with the theme of the, the shop the old times. And, and all the flavors of ice cream have something to do with uh, basically founding fathers, right? We'll be right back. Hey, you. Yeah, you listening. Do you like personal finance or real estate? Are you itching to build wealth and create a better life for yourself or your family? Then you need to come check out the Life, Money, and More podcast with real estate agent, YouTuber, and actor, Sage Weiss. This isn't your average finance show. We dive deep and do not sugarcoat topics around money and life. The Life, Money, and More podcast releases two episodes a week just for you because we're all about helping you win in this crazy world we live in. Come join the thousands of listeners on the Life, Money, and More podcast. Let me give you some examples of ice cream flavors that they have. They've got an Alexander Hamilton's Not Throwing Away My Scoop. (laughs) Continental, or I'm sorry, Constitutional Crunch, John Hancock's Signature Mint Chocolate Truffle, Aaron Burr's Murderous Shot, Thomas Jefferson's Declaration of Cookie Dough, Franklin's Black Raspberry Republic, If You Can Keep It, Paul Revere's Midnight Ride, Abraham Lincoln's New Birthday Cake of Freedom. So, yeah, they've got all sorts of themed flavors and I think what makes this place a repeat visit is they always do a special flavor for the time of year or for a holiday. Yeah, the one that you uh, mentioned you're most excited about is the Headless Horseman Spooky Dookie Cookies and Cream. Yeah, that they'll like probably a... do again at Halloween time. And um, outside of ice cream, they also have hot chocolates that you can get but it might not be as popular during the summer months especially right now that we're going through a heat wave that um hot chocolate's probably not top of mind to to grab as a snack or a treat but a few months from now we'll have to go back and try their drinking chocolates yeah so it's not something you have just in the warm months so my uncle he used to be in the ice cream business and he said the winter months were actually the top seller months for ice cream, which seems counterintuitive, but you know, if for some reason we just like to eat ice cream in the winter too, and even more so. Or maybe people just get so busy in the summer months, it's hard, you know, I wonder if places like that kind of hurt just because there's just so much activities you can do outside. And then in the winter months, you're kind of bored. There's nowhere to go. So you're like, Oh, let's go get some ice cream. Yeah. Or let's go get this and that. So if that makes any sense at all. So they've got their workers are all dressed up in that old school clothing. And we talked to them a little bit. They said they have to, 
initially, I guess, kind of rent their outfits up front. But then, you know, when they leave, then they get their deposit back or whatever. Right. So basically, I think they said it was around like $100 that they had to pay, quote unquote, pay for the uniform. Mm -hmm. But they got that money back if they turned the uniform back in in good condition. So it's kind of like they put a deposit, like you said, or a rent, so to speak. Um, But they get the money back if they give the the uniform back. But my question is, would you give it back, Brandon, or would you keep that attire for a future Halloween or event thinking? Well, another benefit that we learned of working there outside of the cool outfits is that they got to take home every shift. They get to take, uh, was it a regular size ice cream? Uh, Yeah, regular. A regular size ice cream. You get so basically you get free ice cream. How many, how many, how many days in a row? I guess how many shifts <laughs> of working before you're just like, okay, I'm I don't want the ice cream. But I guess you would have to take it home and you could give it to somebody else, right? There's exactly. always somebody willing to eat your ice cream, but I just don't know how many days in a row or how many shifts I could work and still eat ice cream every day. Even different I? flavors, I right? I don't know. But this ice cream is a little bit different than what you would get at uh, at the store or at another ice cream shop, wouldn't you say? Yeah, they told us up front. I can't remember what the percentage was, but the I don't know, the USDA, whoever classifies this as premium ice cream. Well, they say on their website, we make our ice cream with the highest levels of creaminess. And then butterfat is what it says. Butterfat. Lowest air content. That, what'd I say? Yep, that's what it was. The butterfat content. Butterfat, okay. And the highest quality of ingredients. So it's it's definitely, when you say ice cream, it's definitely creamy compared to some other ice creams you, you can get out there. So, um, it, which makes it richer. Would that be a word to describe it? Yeah, I think that's proper way to classify it. And um, heavier. Heavier. And uh, and part of the reason I bring that up is that they have a new challenge, that's, which you sent me, and I think just started a, a week or two ago, right? Yep. Brand new. All you Well, not all you can eat, but finish it well, and get a free t-shirt challenge. Yeah. It's called, uh, what do they call it? The Liberty Bell. The Liberty Bell. And what is included in the Liberty Bell? What do you get? Liberty Bell Monumental Sunday consists of 13 colonies or scoops of ice cream, four dry toppings, four liquid toppings, whipped cream, nuts, and cherries. All for the grand total of $76. Pocket change. They say it's great for families and parties, so you don't have to just have one person eat this whole thing. But if you do and you take the Liberty Bell Challenge... Finish it individually in 30 minutes. The Sunday is free. Easy peasy, right? And Nate decided to take this challenge. No, I'm just kidding. We, we're we not going to spend $76 for a joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. You spend $76 and you get it for free. Is that really worth it <laughs> to be miserable for the next, I don't know, how many hours or days days probably 
kind of a tangent. I think today was the hot dog eating contest in where they do that Coney Island. That was called the Nathan's hot dog challenge. And what's his name? One again for, I think the 14th time. Wow. Joey Chestnut. I think he, he ate 76 hot dogs. And if I remember correctly, the person in second place ate like 51. So he ate 25 hot dogs more than the guy who came in second. (laughs) And right now, I think if you call competitive eating a sport, he has the most championships than any person ever in any sport. I'm surprised that so they win prize money for the contest. I'm surprised they don't win more than they win. First place takes home $10,000. Doesn't that seem like a small amount for such a large-scale contest? Well, right. And it's it's interesting, too, because like if you watch, if you follow competitive eating, it seems like 20-plus years ago, guys were like pretty big guys, like big guys you would think, you know, you know 300-plus guys, right, that you would – assume they could eat a lot but they train now like these competitive eater guys like they train they work out to keep their, like, their metabolism stuff going so that they can eat more so it seems like a lot of work like you just said for for the prize money but i guess for chestnut he's getting fame with it and i'm sure he probably has sponsors or endorsement deals or something that goes along with it that subsidizes his income if he can eat 76 hot dogs he can eat a 76 dollar liberty bell ice cream no problem no problem us i mean we had trouble with two or three scoops when we went and ate there so i don't think we could have i don't know if we could have done it to be honest with you i don't i would have to and i think told you is i'd probably have to fast for two days and drink a ton of water just to keep the stomach expanded and just have to be super hungry. But when we went, I had had a late lunch at uh, Costa Vida and Costa Vida had some really good horchata that day. So I drank way too much horchata. So I was already kind of dairy product out, (laughs) tapped out when we went there. But I know the two scoops of ice cream I had, I had a sundae and the two scoops I had, like we just mentioned earlier, were pretty rich. So, I mean, it's 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 not your typical ice cream, in my opinion. So, I do think that Liberty Bell would be a challenge, even, even if I was ready for it. And it's not just your standard ice cream flavors like vanilla, chocolate, right? I don't think they have a single run-of-the-mill flavor here. The ones I got were... Mumbet's Day in Court, which is Ugandan vanilla ice cream with chunks of Heath toffee and chocolate flakes. Also, Crispus Attic's First Patriot Casualty Speculoos, which is Speculoos cookie butter ice cream with chocolate-covered Speculoos cookies. And I can't remember the other one, but it was Madagascar vanilla with other things in it. And I think I got the Hamilton Sunday. Yeah. Does that sound right? Which was ice cream with fudge brownie, graham cracker, whipped cream, chocolates, chocolate, chocolate slash hazelnut sauce, and hot marshmallow. So that's a that's a lot of uh, cream and sugar. It's a lot of sugar. 
but we would definitely recommend it. I'm I'm gonna go back. They're playing Hamilton music the whole time, which is very fitting. They got the outfits. You can take a picture in the the stocks. The water thing was cool that you mentioned. Yeah, I mean that's kind of a thing too when you go to an ice cream shop. Is um, it's funny how sometimes when I have ice cream I get thirsty. It's not necessarily like you want a soda or anything like that. You just want water. So it's kind of annoying when you go to an ice cream shop and you're like, go up to the front and like, can I get a water? You know, um, but they already kind of, uh, what's the word, anticipated people doing that. And they have a little uh, fountain water, not water fountain, but water faucet type thing that comes out of a barrel, right? Yeah. It kind of goes along with the theme. So it's nice that they have that readily available for for people to, to get a drink of water when you're having your ice cream. So that was kind of cool. I really liked that. I think that was pretty genius of them. They thought of everything. Yeah. And I thought too, I thought, the, I mean, obviously they're younger kids, probably high school age kids working there, but they seem to be enjoying themselves at work. So it seemed like they were having fun. And we, gosh, we showed up, would you say just before five o'clock? Right right before five and there was a, there wasn't a there was a handful of people in there but not not too many but by the time we left which was just probably about 30 minutes after by 36 o'clock um it was there was almost a line out the door people like it one thing we did find out and we did ask the employees is if they i mean because the ice cream does taste very homemade wouldn't you say right homemade and so they make the ice cream at their location in um the vineyard so you're getting a real quality product every time. And a quality experience. Agreed. Even Glenn Beck thinks it's awesome. Yeah. Glenn Beck, Mike Lee, and and others went and visited to try the Liberty Bell challenge to no avail. As far as I know, the Liberty Bell is still undefeated undefeated. I think once word gets out or people really start trying it, it'll it'll start to go down. Um, besides, I wonder if they do anything else outside of, we should have asked that while we were there and maybe they, they didn't know the answer to it since nobody's done it yet. But I wonder outside of getting the ice cream free, if you get like a t-shirt or a picture on the wall or something like that. Or they let you take home the, the bell. Yeah. The Liberty bell. But if, if I knew they gave a free t-shirt, then I would definitely do it. <laughs> that would change things. That would change things dramatically. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's have one of our listeners go give it a try. You know, give us all the credit since we inspired you. Once you finally do defeat the Liberty Bell, but seriously, go and try this place. It's it's well worth the visit, even if it's a little out of your way. But if you don't, if this isn't your scene, not the place you want to check out, we're probably gonna ha- recommend a couple others in upcoming episodes the next couple weeks here. So stay tuned in to find out more about our ice cream adventures i was trying to find a joke about freedom and i wonder why there's no jokes knock knock jokes about freedom and you know why there's no knock knock jokes about freedom why is that because freedom rings it doesn't knock (laughs) there's not a whole lot of independence day jokes it's not something you joke about why are popsicles so snobby why they have sticks up their butt you say, why is ice cream so bad at tennis? Why? They have a soft serve. How does Reese eat her ice cream? How? With her spoon. With her spoon. 
Who? Reese with her spoon. Uh, <laughs> How does Reese eat her ice cream with her spoon? Very funny. You know, the best way for you to spread patriotic spirit is by telling the barista your name is USA and then hiding. When they say your name, watch as Starbucks begins chanting. USA, USA, USA. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. Hundred percent of firework displays end with someone's mom saying, "Is that it?" (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Also, is probably somebody out there in the United States last day with ten digits on their fingers. (laughs) Good point. Well, we hope you had a wonderful Fourth of July, and hope you enjoy the rest of our ice cream month hope you'll join us and get some ice cream yourself as well because you you deserve it listeners yeah and if you uh check out brooker's ice cream or if you do try the liberty bell uh definitely take a picture and send it to us or let us know how it went and hopefully they'll get wind of this episode and put us because they've got a whole press section so i think we classify as the press so maybe we'll get placed on their there's that section of the website we'll see or maybe they won't put us on there because every time we go and do a restaurant review so many people go there that it like shuts things down that's true that's <laughs> they true. run out of product or something thanks for listening to this is a place podcast see you next week 